It is officially the off-season. We're going to talk about our feelings. It's a safe space today. We're going to talk about the Minnesota match briefly because I don't want to dwell on it. Sporting KC have some decisions to be made. There are 15 players to decide on currently. I think we're going to all try to pick one player that must go. News dropped today, we're recording on Wednesday night, that Woso is coming back to KC. That's a new, the W-O-S-O, that's a new thing I never had seen until today. Women's soccer is returning to Kansas City. I think we might have our own podcast for that, but I know Thad would like to uh, briefly touch on it for sure today. Exciting news, right man? Absolutely, man. Uh, Actually, I talked to the owners a little bit today. A couple of them. Yeah. They uh, they seem like they have the right ideas in mind. That's good. Yes, there was an article the by Mr. Thad Bell on the bluechestment.com as well. <laughs> there should be a couple more coming out soon, too. <laughs> right. You feel better about this group than the previous group. Is that right? Yes. Definitely than the last group. and Because there was two sets of owners. For the last team, and the last owner was completely terrible. Absentee, right. didn't invest, didn't care, didn't even fill out the roster, that kind of shit. The previous ones actually cared about the team. They just had did some really stupid, juvenile, sexist things at one point in their lives and pretty right. much needed to get rid of the team. So yeah. these people I don't think are going to do that. These people I think have the best interest at heart of the players. And I think they will uh, put together a good product. Yeah, it's very good news. I was pleased to see that today. And yeah, we are going to, once we get a little more info on that, that is researching, gathering info, doing journalistic things, and he's going <laughs> to and he's gonna come up with some stuff. And uh, yeah, hopefully when we get more info, we'll do another pod on that. But I do want to, this is a Sporting Kansas City show. How is everyone feeling? Have you guys recovered? Are you, are you still in rage from the elimination from the playoffs it's like getting your nose hair pulled constantly it's just so annoying and you try to forget about it but you can't (laughs) that is a that would be a terrible thing (laughs) yes it is (laughs) speak up robert also yeah you are kind of quiet that's where i'm at with it i I, yeah i'm still annoyed by it did I hear you comment? You still thought that one of those should have been a goal that didn't that went uncounted because we don't have oh, goal I, in technology. It's clearly the goal. Poon six goal is clearly over the line. But I thought live it looked like it, but it's just you know in the middle of that game you can't there you know no goal line tech. It's just you just kind of have to like forget about it. And isn't that ridiculous? No goal line technology. What? Yeah, it just seems so odd. I know it's it's it comes down to the financial thing, right? Isn't that the deal? There they have to put in some like $50,000 camera set up to do that in every yeah, single sure stadium. Is that, is that the hold up? Could be, yeah. could be. Yeah. Can't require, anyway. can't require some of these teams that are playing elsewhere to do that in these other stadiums. So <laughs> good point. So yeah, I'm, I'm doing all right. I guess I am lingering on the decision to not play Polito. I can't not think about that. The second I heard he wasn't going to play, I like, I just really felt like we were going to lose. I, I, it, I just knew it. 
and the game just went the exact way you ever would have thought, the same way that it goes when Sporting Kansas City doesn't have a stud striker. They dominate a game. It's I, I, I don't even want to say the words. I'm so tired of saying this for three years straight or however long it's been. Like They dominate a game. They get all these changes and don't score a goal, and then the other team scores with their first chance. And it just followed it like like it was a the worst book you've ever read, just the worst script you've ever written or her, ever read. Yeah, and then they Russell, become a sieve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Russell was pretty much kicking himself for missing, you know, his chances after the game. He he was not happy with himself, which understandable. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too mad about. I mean, I, I suppose you could say, like, if he just smashes that chance right at the beginning, it probably goes in. But, I mean, hey, that's not an easy thing to do, to head oh, a yeah. ball off the line like that, like like what was done to him. So, I don't – Oh, I'm yeah. Not, I don't blame Russell in any way for – Oh, no, I'm not blaming him either and just saying that I know he feels really bad that he should have yeah, finished yeah. those. But Of course he does. That's that's yeah. the kind of guy he is. But looking at Vermees' comments, though, on Polito, he said even next game – Polito would have started it on the bench. So maybe this injury is just has not recovered as well as we'd wished. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, that uh, I don't, the, I guess it's easy to say that now at this point, but it's, then that's just another point of, that doesn't even honestly make me feel any better. Like just that, that yeah, he wouldn't right. have played anyway. It's still just, it, after so, uh, so many unfortunate things happening all year to this team, and then just right, like, we finally get the guy we need, and then right when we need him, he's not there. Yeah, and again, it was a, it's a good point to remember is that the two prob- probably the two best players on the team did not play in that game. One of them didn't play all year. And then you had other players with playoff experience not playing, Beasler, Zussi being out. So in the end, there can only be one team that wins everything. So like after 2019, man, I was just really bummed about the overall performance and how they collapsed and they just could not get anything right. And I was listening to Death Grass on Spotify and shit like that. <laughs> and Death Grass. It is a it is a genre of of bluegrass that is dark. <laughs> okay. And heavy metal. It sounds like. Uh, it's a little <laughs> metalish at times, but like, you know, like titles of stab and coffin and stuff God, like that. You're such an interesting human being. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but this year, yeah, it was depressing. Don't get me wrong. I walked out of there kind of bummed, but overall they finished first in the West. They, um, you know, it was, it was a bad game, bad last game, but they had some bad games throughout the year and they had some really good games throughout the year and we ended on a bad one, but pretty much every team ends on a bad one except one. Yeah. yeah. So I got to look at there's positives and, if you can bring back a good chunk of this team for next year, they gotta be considered at least favorites to finish in the top of the conference again. Right. You know, and if they can not only bring back some of those guys and just, you know, make it a little bit of an addition, and there's some things that need to be fixed and things that need to be added to. And I think we'll probably talk about some of that in a minute, but I don't feel as bad about it as I did last year, just because last year was so terrible. Oh yeah, I'm on that exact same page there. You just feel so terrible. We didn't know what was even to come, but yeah, there's just there this team. There's a strong foundation, obviously, and changes need to be made. But if I, 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 I don't even like saying this, but man, 
if Alan Polito is still on this team and we have an, a lethal goal scorer, then I, then I'm going to feel confident about next year. You know what I mean? It's that that is just it seems to make all the difference in the world. Thad, I'm glad you brought up the uh, playoff experience thing. Uh, I was thinking that's particularly about Zuzi. Just, you know, him and Beasler's experience, they just pick it up a notch and they fight, fight, fight. And, of course, Zuzi has that attacking ability. It may have made a difference in the game. doesn't matter, but I really did miss him out there. Oh, yeah. Is, has Amadou Dia, was that his first playoff experience, MLS playoff experience? Because that if, oh. if, if, if so, that is all four – all four players on the back line, this was their first MLS playoff run. And yeah, yeah. that is a huge deal. You know, whether when, no matter what you feel about how Beastler played all year, you know, having him in there and just being aware of the situation and the, the knowledge of, of this system and, you know, all of that, him and him and Zussi were definitely missed there on that back line. Definitely. Yeah. Well, all right. Who are we getting rid of? <laughs> yeah. No dwelling, right? <laughs> so Dia did are. have Dia did have some playoff experience with Sporting back in 2015. One game, 120 minutes. Oh, okay. And he was with Sporting when they were in the playoffs. I just, but that seems like the yeah. only game. A stark difference from what this team has normally gone into a playoff run with. Right. So yes, we have 15 players to make a decision on. Uh, Winston Reed is the lone loner that it needs to be a decision needs to be made on. And then there are a bunch of options and then some are, uh, uh, some are just out of contract here. So that sounds bad. Reed's a loner. Man, we should get him a friend. The lone, <laughs> the lone loney. Okay. So Thad, I liked your idea. You were wanting to do make everybody save one player. That's gotta go. Only one out of 15. Okay. Who's the player? <laughs> well, just so then the one that you're, you know, you've got one that you're frustrated with, the one you're done gotcha. with. Somebody's got to go. <laughs> uh, so does that mean I got to lead off? Yes, that do it. Oh, man. Yeah, see, I know. I, I feel you, man. I don't even – I don't have anyone – everything that I just described, I don't feel that way about anybody necessarily. Uh, yeah, there's like the – because there's nobody that I just like, okay – you got to get off the team in order to make it better. There actually is not anybody like that, but if I'm going to have to start really like throwing people over the side of the rowboat, Graham Smith. I'm going to move on from old Graham Smith. I like him and I think he can probably do well elsewhere, but he's probably not competing for a starting spot right now. I'm, I left you a couple of good openings there. <laughs> We can go back around too. We can just keep going. I know. I have a couple that I feel like would just be vehemently opposed by many. But how about I'm gonna go? I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, <laughs> one that a year ago I, Cody would be appalled. Like, Cody a year ago would be appalled at me saying this, but I'm just gonna say that it that it is time to move on from Daniel Shallowy. I knew it. That's why I left him open for you because <laughs> I wanted to make you say it. I know. I, I thought that's who you were talking about, him or Gerso. Those, <laughs> I thought that was the other one you were thinking I might go with. Yeah. I um, wish this was a video one because I'm pointing at Cody on the screen like, yeah, that's you. <laughs> you know, you guys know that uh, that was kind of Allie and I. That was our thing. We were, he's little brother. That's, I still call him little brother. I, I had a, 
just a I rooted for him like no other. There was a kinship there. He was our own, the homegrown. I wanted it to happen so bad. But I just don't homegrown. I just don't feel it anymore. I don't feel the magic anymore. Am I wrong about that? No, you are not wrong at all. Okay. <laughs> really really big question with him though is if if COVID had not happened, would he have gotten more time with SKC two? Would he have gotten time with SKC two and possibly could been able to get out of his funk? Because we know the guy can shoot. We know he can score. Right. But when once you get in a funk and once you've got those yips or the the curse or whatever, you gotta find a way out of it, otherwise you're done. So, but why couldn't he have once he came back from COVID? Why couldn't he have been playing with them? They just weren't loaning anybody down and back up. So, like if they had to send him down, they needed him for the bench as an option. So That's true. That's the only true. the only players Five that went down two, stayed. So. Yeah. All right, we've got Graham Smith. We've got Daniel Shallowy. Is Robert going to go for, like, the big old boom card there? <laughs> well, you guys have left me with only a few choices. <laughs> All right. So I, players to choose from. I know, but I'm going to preface mine with the idea that I think money needs to be spent elsewhere, so money needs to be freed up. Yeah, that's so, that almost guided my decision. I think I know who you're going to say. So... I love you, Matt Beasler. I do, but oh, I really no. don't think there's any anything that can be added to the team through Matt Beasler that we can't get elsewhere and that we can spend money on elsewhere. Uh, so I think that decision needs to be made. I would love to keep him in the organization, I'll coach, whatever, but I think it may be time. You're evil. You hate Captain Kansas City, man. <laughs> no, I do not. It hurt all. my heart. I felt <laughs> it in my chest when you said that. I mean, I have another option I want to get rid of, too, in combination with that. But, you know, anyway. Okay, it's it's a snake draft. You go next. Yeah, who else are you thinking there? Uh, I agree. He needs to go back to West Ham. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I thought you were going to say about, you know, the The thing is, we don't know how much his salary is. I'm sure it's pretty pretty high. And but yeah, that's the thing. It would have. I mean, it would have to be yeah. pretty freaking high unless he just fell in love with Kansas City in like four months that he was here during a <laughs> pandemic. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I, 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 that's where I thought you were going with that. I, if he's gonna, co- I, I liked him this year. He was the best defender, I guess, the best center back that we had uh, at it, times. But, but I just, I can't. It doesn't feel right spending that much money on him. If 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 it's seven hundred thousand, I just think about like how much quality of a player that Vermees could bring in with that amount of money that would be someone other than Winston Reed. You bring in another Fontas. Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, that's it. I mean, you know, if we want to expand this discussion, those center backs, my God, they make a lot of money. Beasler, Reed, Fontas—that's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That is that is one of the big issues that Vermees is facing right now is how to manage that money right there. Oh yeah. And okay, so uh oh. Played well when he played this year. Oh. Well, he sorry. did. We cut out there. Yeah, he did. Okay, so how about another player that I think is would cost a lot that 
that value could maybe be used elsewhere. I mentioned I him know earlier. Where you're going? Where, where, well, uh, maybe not. I don't know. Where? What about what about Gerso? Where does everyone stand with Gerso right now? I say re-sign him if we can at a lower salary because he is good off the bench. He adds a quality we don't have from many others, but I wouldn't want to pay him any he's, what he's making now. Yeah, which is like six fifty or something like that. Something about? like that. Yeah, five fifty is what was listed. And okay, I was thinking one. about about six hundred. So yeah, I mean, I just I love he's really exciting to watch. It's it's he's a fun player to watch, and you know everyone knows he's about one something away from like from being incredible. I just can't do it. My heart can't take it anymore. I'm tired. I'm tired of waiting for that one extra percentage of whatever he needs to become amazing. I, it, it's so frustrating. Well, I mean, every play the other night, Oh, he's going to go left. Oh, he's going to go left. I'm just tired of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's easier to gloss over it whenever Polito is, is knocking one in every now and then, or somebody else is scoring. But when we're losing, it's just, he's dancing around the ball and not going anywhere. He goes to the, the end line and I, it just, yeah, I'm, I, I grow so weary of it. <laughs> he's, he's a guy who needs to be coming off the bench majority of the game time that he gets because coming off the bench, he's going, you know, at say a 60 minute mark or whatever. He's going against guys who are already a little bit tired and he blows by them a little bit easier. You've already had a chance to see how the game's going, how the defenses are set up and he can either target trying to blow by them or do the cut in at the end line kind of thing. Uh, I think he's just way more effective at that spot, but when you don't have the rest of the depth, Daniel Hurtado, Etc. For the winger, he gets starts. If Polito starts, then Shelton starts out there, and Russell starts on the other side. Gerso comes off, and he's much more dangerous, much more threatening. Okay, so do you do? Is there any other? Do we think there's maybe any other tough decision that could potentially be made? Another player like that we should we should talk about. I mean, I just think the writing's been on the wall for a while that Kuzain is not really part of the plans of this club. Yeah. The Malaysian Messi seemed to wait. I didn't say that right, did I? Is that what he is? Yeah, the Malaysian <laughs> <got> Messi. Right. <laughs> yeah, didn't seem to progress. It was very exciting for a while, but a uh, lack of progression over the last maybe two years or so. Yeah, he just kind of disappeared, and we don't know if it's performance or, you know, somehow he pissed off Peter, and he's been on the bench a few times, but even that's been kind of rare. All right, so we will we'll be back with the so the decisions have to be made very soon, right? They've already been, been made. They've already been yeah. made, and we will hear about them very soon. Is what <laughs> right. I is what I meant. And, and so, let's let's be clear: the decisions have been made for things like guys who you know, like they're going to deny the contract options or something like that, or exercise options. Those have to have been made already. They needed to be made like two days after they lost. Hmm. But the ones that are like out of contract, but they they can be still being negotiated, or like Reed with the loan, his loan will be done, but they can still be negotiating that. So that's some that's a decision we won't necessarily know right away. Okay. All right. Any final thoughts here? Who do we want to win? Do we want Minnesota to go all the way? Is that what we're hoping for? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Go our region. I don't know. It doesn't even have a name, but whatever. Our 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 conference. I'm calling it our conference. That's what the it feels eastern like. Eastern part of Western Conference. It's like right, I'm rooting just... for the. It's like I'm rooting for the Big Twelve to do well in the NCAA tournament. 
just not Seattle. <laughs> right. Yeah, can't I can't root for any any of them up there, but if it comes down to Columbus versus Seattle, I'll be rooting for Columbus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Columbus, right. Minnesota would be a tough call. But uh, anyway. No, I'll still root for Minnesota there. Yeah, I probably would. Columbus <laughs> is probably going to win though. Columbus is my pick to win it. Yeah. For for Minnesota, they just have one player I don't like. Other than that, they're fine. Ozzy Alonso? Ding. Ah, yeah, nobody <laughs> nobody likes Ozzy Alonso. <laughs> hey, that was pretty smart though of uh Keith to start him in that game, I thought. I thought that was a clever choice. Somehow the Seattle Sounders still fucked us in the playoffs. <laughs> All right, guys. Be hey, sure hey, wait, to wait, follow. Wait, 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 oh, wait, oh, wait, sorry. wait. You know, we we talk about who we want to get rid of. I, I think of I can think of one free agent out there that we should sign. Oh, interesting. Who? And you'll hate this whole idea, but it oh, seems don't. like a very Vermese thing to do. Oh God, I think I know who's going to be. Don't do it. Sign a player from a team that's always given us trouble, but he's always admired the effort that the guy put in. Uh oh. Kyle Beckerman. Oh god. That is okay, not didn't... a very Vermese thing to do. He's not signing 89-year-old Kyle Beckerman. Get out of here. Uh, uh, excuse me, Brad Davis, Jason uh Justin Mapp. Uh, We're Brad. not as old as right. Kyle Beckerman. Kyle Beckerman is Helen 78. <laughs> <laughs> he's 78 are... years old and he's not coming to Sporting Kansas City. These are all, right, all players. <laughs> and, and 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 just imagine how pissed off RSL would be if he retired in blue. All right, guys, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blue Testament KC and join us at thebluetestament.com and leave us a comment. And stay tuned. We're not going to leave you hanging this off season. Long off season. We're going to bring you content. So stay tuned. Go Sporting! Anything to shake this but I'm in My foot buttings got me drinking My foot buttings got me drinking My foot buttings got me drinking